the famed stare down of a practice squad player. He was staring down the bench. Out comes the flag from Tony Carrenti. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Come on, man. Know the context of the moment. The Rich Eisen Show. Come on. Earlier on the show, 49ers tight end George Kittle. From NBC Sports Boston, Tom Curran. UTSA running back, Sincere McCormick. Coming up from USA's The Sinner, actor Bill Pullman. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hey, everybody. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Great chat uh, in hour one with George Kittle of the 49ers. Uh, we gave away an NIL deal, as we do every single Wednesday here, to a uh, kid in college football that's not seen it coming. This week's toughest player on planet Earth, Gorilla Glue Award winner, was Sincere McCormick of UT San Antonio. I love that. Uh, by the way, they're one of only four remaining undefeated teams still left in college football this year. Georgia, Cincinnati, and Oklahoma being the other three. Great chat with him. And then Tom Curran talking about the Patriots um, uh, trying to get uh, Odell Beckham. There seems to be a six-team race right now. And if I'm Odell Beckham Jr., you know what I do? I take my sweet-ass time. <laughs> That's what I do. Think about it. Kid comes off the campus at LSU and doesn't choose who he's playing for in the NFL there, right? New York Giants. Select him. And then he gets traded to Cleveland. Is that where he wanted to go? I don't know. I have no idea. Is that where he wanted to stay? Nope. This is his first time in his life, I'm imagining, that he's gotten to choose where he can play football for himself. Take your time, man. Take your time because at this point in time, like, I, I, I don't know if week 10 can, uh, is possible for you. We're just going to show up and just start running plays for your new team. Practice is starting today. You know, I mean, yeah. like, that's game plans are being put in. Uh, take your time. Let everybody just woo you. Let, just sit back and, you know, look out the window and see which football John Cusack's got the boom box up there, you know, and just, you know. Oh, that's Belichick with his boombox playing do your job, you know, and that's job. Sean Payton out there with his boombox saying, I've got about 15 scripted plays I know would be perfect for you because I've been following your career and I think you're awesome. And that's Pete Carroll with his boombox and Russell Wilson with his boombox and Aaron Rodgers with his boombox. There's a lot of boomboxes. A lot of boom. You know what I mean? So if I'm Odell, I'm just take your time. Yeah, man. if you're What's not going to play this week anyway. What's the rush? Kinda... This got to feel great. Yeah. This has got to feel great for him. Is Peter Gabriel getting royalties from all these boomboxes? I don't know. Dr. Vinny boombox. I'm not trying to be in his business or anything. Uh, You know, that's a little Rodney Dangerfield (laughs) play on words for anybody out there who might have missed it. You know what I mean? Like, this is, uh, if I'm Odell, sit back, man. Chill out. Take these phone calls. Let everybody say, yeah, you know what? They'll, They'll offer you this. They'll offer you that. Well, this other team offered me this. You want to offer me that? Like, okay. Who wouldn't want Odell to take the top of the defense off? Who doesn't? And we don't want him. Okay. That's because you've probably got a bunch of folks at the position right now you like. Great. You don't need them. Who wants Odell Beckham Jr.? Again, our poll question's out there. Um, and I say, yes, Green Bay. That's the way to go. That's where I want to go. It's a little cold. I understand. It's a little cold. It's a little cold. A little cold. A little cold, yeah. 
Right. So uh, our poll question results as it currently stands right now? Well, I'm checking in on Green Bay weather. It's 53 right now. All right. Now. Now. Can you tell me what the traffic is, Chris? Tell me what the traffic <laughs> is outside that Kmart that I used to pass by every single time probably, I went to Lambeau Field. Probably nobody out What's on the, the road. traffic Mitch? right uh, now? Chris Brockman with yeah. Green Bay weather, traffic, and weather together on the fours. If you're day. Odell, uh, where do you go? Packers, 49%. Chiefs, 16%. Saints, 12 other could be Seahawks, could be Pats, could be who knows, mystery team, 24%. Okay. You know, we're also excited about, uh, we have uh, an actual live human being guest in our green room right now. You know, we're, and as we're coming back in the pandemic and Let's all that go. business and we're all vaccinated and we're all happy and we're all nice and healthy and yeah. we're excited. And it's not just any old in-studio guest. The actor Bill Pullman is here. Oh, my God. And, you know, it's season four of The Sinner that airs Wednesday nights, including tonight, 10 Eastern on USA Network. And I am a huge fan. And again, um, I'm wondering what he thinks. But, you know, when I tell you, hey, Bill Pullman's coming in. Oh, my goodness. It's baseballs. It's Independence Day. Yes, exactly right. I tell, you know, Susie, my wife, hey, Bill Pullman's coming in. And she's like, oh, God, while you were sleeping. That's it. She loves that movie. As you know, we're also friendly with the uh, the director, John Turtletop, uh, who we've met years ago because he put me in Disney's The Kid. <laughs> the Kid. Yes, and there was a very pivotal moment in the film. It was a big moment in the film. And I'm still s- receiving residual checks today for it. And if I put one on top of the other, I can buy a candy bar. I know. So, uh, but at any rate, so while you were sleeping is big. And Bill Pullman also sleepless in Seattle. Sleepless in Seattle. A lot of sleeping. A lot, lot of sleeping. A lot of sleeping. Okay. Um, also, um, and I know TJ Jefferson, um, who is off the set right now for some reason, but. Printing. Um, he's printing. He's printing. Printing. Um, that uh, he's a big fan of um, this film as well. And I. I, I bet you it's one of those that, that don't get mentioned quite a bit. Linda Fiorentino, Pete Berg, The Last Seduction is a great Bill Pullman movie. The Accidental Tourist is another. And, you know, he's uh, in a league of their own, right? Gina Davis's yeah, husband. husband who, uh, back for more. In a league, league of their own. That's right. Very, very good. So I know you're a big last seduction guy, right, T.J. Jefferson? Or oh, he's walking things over. He's he's working. He's like, yeah, bring it over. It's all right. It's all right. He's wearing multiple hats. Thank you very much. Because we're going to do a little celebrity true or false with Bill Pullman. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we have to. Oh, we do. I mean, there's so many things to ask him about. Wait, um, did I hear somebody mention Linda Fiorentino? I know that. that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Last Seduction's a oh, great movie, man. Yeah. So anyway, we're a big fan of his, and he's going to be out here to, uh, in just about 13 minutes' time, and it'll be great. Can't, Can't wait. wait for that. Can't wait. So, the New York Jets today oh, yeah. named a starting quarterback for this upcoming week. Making moves. Now, as we all know, the New York Jets several weeks ago got, uh, what's the words for it? Ass kicked, that's it, <laughs> by the Patriots. Coming off their bye. Coming off the bye. Zach Wilson had an extra week in that playbook. And here comes... Here comes the Jets to New England, and um, not only is Zach Wilson knocked out of the game, he's out for two to four weeks, and the Patriots put up a 50-burger as they just absolutely mauled the Jets, and Mike White, who came off the bench um, in his first uh, action as a Jet, 
and uh, pretty much as a professional quarterback, didn't go very well. And then they're taking on the Cincinnati Bengals the next week at home, and the Bengals came in off of boat racing the Ravens, and they came into MetLife as the number one seed in the AFC. Top team in the AFC. They look up, they only see sky. That's not uh, what the Bengals are used to. And the Jets not only came back once in that game, but twice, and Mike White joined Cam Newton as the only starting quarterback in the history of the National Football League to throw for 400 yards in his first career start. How about them, Apples? So just uh, when that happened, okay, that's when you guys start to have some fun about Mike White. What happens? Hey, if Mike White does well, what happens? What happens? What happens happens with him? Quarterback controversy, you know, and I told you, back off. (laughs) Well, Back off. Well, not so nicely, he said that. Back off because... The Jets are allowed to have nice things and that if Mike White continues to do well, the Jets will have three words rarely associated with them. High-class problems. Very, very, very rare for the Jets to have a high-class problem. (laughs) Too many good quarterbacks or too many quarterbacks, one doing absurdly well and the other one that you need to do that well because you've drafted him second overall. So... The three words that developed, as you all know, wasn't high-class problems, but same old Jets, because Mike White, in throwing a touchdown pass in his second drive of the game on Thursday Night Football, first up for Week 9, you know? Uh, Mike White, following through, hits his throwing arm on the helmet of an Indianapolis Colt, and all of a sudden he can't feel his arm anymore. Uh Uh-huh. So the Jets can't have nice things. And that was the headline of the Daily News. I tweeted it out. Daily News, maybe uh, maybe they follow at Rich Eisen. I'll take the credit for it. I don't care. Who's to tell me otherwise? <laughs> then you're all like, well, what happens uh, when uh, Zach Wilson gets back in? He's going to have to perform well, right? Yeah, healthy. Right? Right. Okay. So Zach Wilson not healthy enough to get the call this week. It's Mike White. Second career start for uh, Mike White that we hope will, you know, play all four games. This is his third career start now. Three in a row for the Jets. And so Robert Sala and his perfectly quaffed 10 o'clock shadow, he, um, he was asked, what if Mike White keeps doing well at the position? Just what you guys have asked. What happens then? Here's his answer. So I think it's going to happen organically. It'll never, if, if Mike does phenomenal like we think he's going to do, that's not weird. That's awesome to me and in the sense that it's quarterback is a, is a precious commodity in this league, and we feel like we've got four really good ones. So, um, you know, so it's to answer your question, I think it'll all take care of itself. Just got to let it play out. Would not say that it's Zach Wilson's gig when he's healthy again. Didn't say it's Zach's job. Didn't say it. We told you so. I know. (laughs) But as I also told you, as TJ Jefferson sips tea in his spot, I also said that would be the high-class problem. That is a high-class problem. 
<laughs> it's also not good for Zach's development. Well, that's why I guess Robert Sala is getting paid the big bucks. <laughs> so he's trying to do the high class thing as well. So he's everyone understands the yeah, four good quarterbacks he's referring to. <laughs> The other two are Josh Johnson, who did throw very well, uh, perform well in his 30, emergency 30. action last week, and and Joe Flacco, who's the backup this week because of rules about you can't elevate a guy from a practice squad too many times. Josh Johnson can't go this week, so Flacco is the next step. If White somehow can't feel his arm again. Rich, Super Bowl champion Joe Flacco. Thank you. I know that. Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco. He was? Yeah. He wasn't? I don't know. Uh, I think he was, dude. He's the one who put his put his resume on the table and just Steve Bashotti and said, Damn. pay me. And he did. Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco. Correct, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your memory gets a little fuzzy, huh? <laughs> well, well, when things are very hard to believe, it makes it <laughs> hard to recall well, them. So, so that might give people saying, what is he talking about? Oh, now this guy's in charge of all this stuff, and he's saying Mike White's the starter. Like, yeah, I guess... I guess so let's see how it goes. And Zach will have to deal with it, I guess. And the Jets are going to have to deal with it if Mike White gives them a high, cra- high class problem. But now the Jets have, over the horizon, a four-word slogan. Not high class problems or same old Jets. Four-word slogan for the 2021 season. It's not weird. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, right. How quickly are those T-shirts being made? It's oh, what all 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 gas, no brakes. That was no, the no break, yeah. no, no break. break. Yeah. Okay, it was all gas, no break. Right, and now it's it's not weird. It's awesome. <laughs> don't worry. It's the don't worry, be happy of NFL coaching. It's a little song I wrote. It's what it is right there. Is that Bobby McFerrin? Bobby yep. McFerrin. Thank you. Want to I don't sing know what orifice I just note. pulled that out of. One don't wonder. worry. Great music video. It's not weird. It's awesome. It's awesome. That's what it is right there. It's not weird. It's awesome. Guys, <laughs> back off. New York Jets 2021. It's not weird. It's awesome. Which, by the way, is kind of what I was telling you to. Kind of. It's right. not we- Just back off. Let it develop organically. Let's see what happens against the Buffalo Bills. God, please beat the Bills, Mike White. <laughs> yeah. please, please beat a, the Bills, Mike White. A, a combination of of um, Trevor Lawrence and C.J. Beathard just did. I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, there were other factors. Rich, when you worry, your face will frown. Thank you. And that will bring everybody down. Are you? Right. Did you Google the lyrics? Be honest. No, come on. I know. <laughs> this is one of the most famous songs ever. I know that. <laughs> you, but you couldn't even remember Joe Flacco as the MVP no, of the that was him. You did remember that. Yeah, I remember okay. that. Yeah. I forgot because. Uh, what else is the next line? What do you got? Uh, when you worry, your face will frown and that will bring everybody down. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. Start, Be happy. Start my wife. Oh, okay. Then it goes. Oh, I'm never saying that name again on this show. Yeah, that's Rich. by the way. By the way, that's the yada 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 of, uh, of music. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to. Re- I'm never repeating. You can. Your, your, you can. No, because I'll tell you why. Because I, you know, in going back to my favorite oh, thing, God. the YouTube. Right. I've been told on YouTube through the last three weeks of you going at me when all I mentioned was that man's name and said, "Hey, 
You yeah, might but have you a quarterback. Didn't mean it. I did because if I wanted to talk trash, it would be very obvious because I'm really good at it. You wouldn't know I was talking trash. <laughs> I wasn't talking trash. I was just like, hey, man, you got a quarterback. Uh-huh. But now through YouTube and you constantly going at me, people are telling me that I'm thin skinned and I'm standoffish. So I. Uh, I, I, which, I by just, way, which, by the way, I'm just, read, read, it kind of means you're thin skinned. Read the comments. Read the comments. When you read the comments and you bring it up here, it kind of does mean. Not that. because I like to give people want attention. Yeah. I want to give it. Give it okay. to them. So okay, let's uh, let's take a break. Oh God! Oh, please stop. Uh, let's Don't take worry. a break, and uh, let's bring out Bill Pullman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, president is here. Yeah. T- yeah, forget the YouTubers from USA Networks, the Center. Bill Pullman in studio. Don't go anywhere. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least. The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O-O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Thrilled to have here in person one of our favorite actors from USA Network's The Center, currently in season four, Wednesdays at 10 Eastern Time on USA Network. Bill Pullman, how are you, sir? Good to see you. Good to see you, Rich. Good to be here. You got it. We are, uh, all of us, we just, I don't know if you heard it back in the green room, we named like about half of uh, our favorite film list, and you're in all of them. Oh, good. Pretty much. Good, good. Which one do you get whenever you're around? People walk up to you and give you what? Which film? You know, I, I, uh, it's, it's I can I sometimes try to guess because you see okay. a look in their eye that they're coming towards you and they want to talk to you. you know I go yeah. is this a Casper person or is this a 
Independence Day person, or is it a Why You're Sleeping person, or yeah. is it a, a yeah. sinner? Now it's like sinner, okay. you know, because it's great. Fortunately, the mm-hmm. the thing had has had a life, you know. Uh-huh. But uh, and I'm always wrong. You're I'm wrong. I'm always wrong. Okay. Yeah. I I lately I'm surprised at how many international people, like in New York City, when I'm walking around, people mm-hmm. from all around the world, what happen to be able to get into the center. Okay. So I, you know, and they don't even remember or know that I'm in other things. Come in on, the center. Yeah, come on. come on. It's life, Rich. That's, that's the way though. it is. That, but that's great, though, <laughs> that you got. So, so what do you think has been so, um, you know, connective to your fans about the center? Like, what do you think has worked from yeah, that? I, still? I always was. Uh, I have uh, not only a kind of illiterate about sports, as I've told you just yes. before we started, I, I have my own way into sports, I should say, because okay. I enjoy it, but I don't follow the statistics. And the, this, the same is true of television. I'm not the best viewer of uh, all my compadres who are out there working in television. Sure. But I, I just seem to have other things that I can't leave. Uh, and so... But I, I do think that uh, the idea of addicting television, mm-hmm. you know, people say, I like that show. I'm addicted to it. Mm-hmm. You know, that mm-hmm. says something about the power of uh, a season mm-hmm. and then another season and another season. And I realize that uh, I finally understand that, you know, and, I, and I'm okay with it. Sure. <laughs> okay. Bill Pullman here on the Rich Eisen Show. So you're from Western New York, right? Yes. I learned a long time ago uh, in my capacity of the host of NFL Network to not call Buffalo upstate New York because I'm from Staten Island, New York. Yes. To call Buffalo upstate New York, I was told by many Bills fans that work around NFL Network, that that's a slight, and I apologize because they of, like Western New York. It's what you're Western. You're not upstate. You're Western yeah. New York. So did you grow up around the Bills? Like was that uh, a team that was like forefront of, uh, yeah. of your life out there? Yeah, but uh, uh, the you know, and that's why it's not called Antelope. It, the city is called Buffalo. It mm-hmm. is Western yes. <laughs> in I its like own that. way. You know, yeah, sure. But I and I know what you mean about the the. The nature of the Bills and their connection to all of that area of New York State is mm-hmm. so important, I think, because uh, they have an identity complex. You know, we get forgotten out there by the Albany. That's mm-hmm. really east. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hudson Valley, uh, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people, if you say you're from New York, they'll immediately say, well, I don't hear your accent. You know? <laughs> and. <laughs> I, you know, in Western New York State, it's practically Ohio. Right. That people sound like Ohio. Right. They have country accents mm-hmm. and things like that. So the Bills, you know, uh, bring you together, the, you know, wings, barbecue wings. Sure. Uh, and watching the Bills is a cultural thing. You never so. tailgated? You never jumped off a, an RV into a flaming table like the rest of the Bills fans? <laughs> Bill Pullman, you've never, you've never done that? Yeah, how serious they are. Yeah, they... Yeah. They got it, uh, but yeah, I I did, uh, uh, and I I just I like the apparel. Yeah, you sure. know, I think the buffalo signature is, it is pretty cool. cool. No, I I, I know. I get and it. it had a dark, you know, I like the underdog thing. I mean, they that was such a long stretch where they didn't win. You exactly know? right. I know. Record breaking, right? How many do you know offhand? It Rich? was twenty five years until last year, Bill Pullman, oh. that the Buffalo Bills had not made the playoffs after that string of going to the Super Bowl four straight years and not winning and what have you. And I just loved when they. 
Bills got off the plane to you know make the AFC Championship game and then lose it, and then the fans all showed up at the airport and went totally crazy. You know, yeah, they are really passionate. I remember going into my first tailgate at um, at a Buffalo Bills game. Um, covering it for NFL Network, I'm like, oh god, there's about three bonfires here. I'm like, oh god, You're like this is this this is lit, <laughs> literally and figuratively. Yeah, big, lit it, up. It's so cool. I love it. it. Bill yeah. Pullman here on the Rich Eisen show. Okay, Bill, we have so first things first. You said that you could tell which person, which fan approaches you, what their favorite part of your filmography is. Can you you want to try that with me? Because I know I've mentioned a couple films already, but you want to yes. give, give it a whirl? Just well, look at me and see I, what I, I what I am. I, I liked. Well, I did over here. The last seduction is you yes. gave it a thumbs up, I and did. I thought Big time. that's always good when when someone goes for the noir and you I know. Went, I went the <laughs> other direction, not your big pop tentpole films, correct? Yes, but yes. Um, that is not the one. The oh. one for me is Spaceballs. Oh, for real, because I am a Mel Brooks junkie that. <laughs> when it comes down to it. High anxiety, young Frankenstein, obviously the producers, Blazing Saddles. Uh, Mel Brooks is one of my favorites of all time. What was that like working with him? Wow. You know, I, did you see it first on screen or on I a saw VHS? It, I saw it on screen. On screen? I did. Oh, I man. went to the movie theater. It was 85, and yeah. you would have been like 15 or 14? No, or? I, I was, bless you 13. for that, actually. No, I was just about to go to college. I was, oh, yeah, I was oh, 18. Yeah. I was oh. about 17 years old. That's that like bless straight you. heroin. No cut. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for a Mel Brooks, you know, Jewish kid from New York who grew up loving Mel Brooks, man. It was just like, okay, Mel Brooks meets Star wars i am all the way <laughs> i am well in. you know my uh, i i always love and i do love that jewish side of him because it's old you know it's old vaudeville it's old uh, your, your show shows. Belt, that's you what know. it was I mean, yeah yeah like really C caesar i mean you gotta be way back in the day man just so. yeah genetically it's in it's in him all the way and you know my wife is jewish and my my father-in-law al Hurwitz, you know, is always uh, has a certain sense of humor. But Mel used to come up to me and goes, Pullman, you guys. <laughs> you guys, that's what it said. <laughs> you have such good hair. I mean, I got hair. It's like, it's like Brillo. And you got such good hair. You know, and he touched me, you know. It's affection in a weird, wild way. <laughs> it's good to be the king. Yeah, it's kind of good like to that. be the king. Oh, and my God. What a genius. I mean, this, and I always think about him with Spaceballs in terms of the, po the power nap. Because mm -hmm. he would be, you know, he just would say, I, I'm just going to go down for about five minutes. And he'd come up and... A thousand things had occurred to him. Are you serious? Yeah. Like he would just tap out and say, I need a, just a power nap, and then he would come back and then... Yeah. He said, we need to change that line. It needs to be not orange, but purple. Mm -hmm. Purple's funnier. Mm -hmm. You know, stuff like that, which sounded like wisdom to me. <laughs> it, it sounds like, well, I mean, he would know which color is funnier. Well, yeah. we, we have a bunch of questions from your career here um, in Celebrity True or False, where these are from articles that have been written about you or from bios that have been placed online about you, and we need to know what's true and what's false, if mm. you don't mind. Okay, and we have production value on top of it. Bill Pullman live here in the Rich Eisen Show studio. Roll it, please. Roll it. Celebrity True or False. You can't handle the truth. All right, it's that simple. It's a, that's the setup. That's the setup, <laughs> that's Bill. The setup. That's all we got. We have no fireworks. Did, did he say you can't handle the truth? That's it right there. 
believe in that. Okay, here we go. So, um, this, uh, true or false, Bill Pullman, uh, when promoting Independence Day in South America, some people actually thought you were the real president of the United States. Is that true or false? Well, I, I, yeah, I think that they hadn't seen the movie yet. And they told they were told that I was pres- the president of the United States. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> if you lose the word in the movie, mm-hmm. you know, or those words, it just becomes you're the president of the United States, and uh, it kicked in some really interesting things. And probably the most bizarre was they had kind of cigarette girls that were with little pillbox hats sure. and uh, and short skirts and mm-hmm. everything. And they uh, they walked down the red carpet with me, mm-hmm. and I think I got that because I didn't know the presidents get that. <laughs> I thought that's a good deal, uh, and I think it was because they thought I was the president. I don't know, maybe, but uh, yeah, there was that a feeling. It was a good period, and then after people saw the movie, they realized right. you're not the real president. <laughs> <laughs> Is it true that that? scene with you with the bullhorn and rallying the troops to fight the aliens that was one take one and done no that's not true that's yeah, not true not true yeah i never heard that that's that, a true that, that's, that's out there is that exactly what we were talking yeah, about yeah right? yeah bill we've heard that uh you were just so into it and everyone was just so caught up in the moment of the speech that it was one take and they just had to reshoot kind of people's reactions oh man well we did have to go fast and it was late in the, it was early morning when we did it. You know, mm-hmm. it was like three or four in the morning or something. Yeah. But, um, you know, with, when you're dealing with a director like Roland Emmerich, you got masters, you got, you know, all that. I think what was, was really improvisational about it was uh, kept, you know. And I realized that they probably used those early takes because like when the microphone didn't work and I had mm-hmm. to kind of tap it uh-huh. and everything, that was kind of real okay yeah so that was all you know happening but um i think i i think i had a few whacks at it you know you have to be ready to sustain i love the mythology of i did it in one take yes sir. <laughs> well, i like to refer I, to I it wish, as one I, take richie that's the way i refer to myself sometimes on this uh on this show right, Why yes. not? so that that is the mythology of it i guess and and so um for, for is it also true that you're asked as bill pullman to be the president of the United States again, and that voice, and just do all sorts of crazy stuff—is that true as it's, well? Uh, You're yeah. asked of that all the time. It's uh, there's just uh, it's somehow buried in people. But then you realize maybe they want me to go. I don't need to do that. But do you know the speech? And then they'll perform the whole speech for you. Is that right? Yeah, I've had that probably ten times. <laughs> you know where I've actually said, "Do you know?" I had some inkling. You know. And yeah, I had to do it for my, and they want, they were ho- hoping that I would get to see him do it, you know, mm-hmm. which is, I like that better than me having to, you want me to do the speech yes, now? Yes, it's that good. <laughs> Am I a dog with a bone? <laughs> it's that good. It uh, is that uh, yeah, good, yeah, you know? It like- was... You rallied the troops really the tr- against the aliens. You saved the planet. That's right. right. I mean, do you want me to do it right now? I mean, I can, <laughs> okay. I mean, I can do it right can now. You, can you really do it right now? I have the text. Do you okay, no, no, no. Oh, that's man. not the same. That's not the same. <laughs> you, just, you can't Google it with Bill Pullman sitting here, Let's Chris. Let's do it. I've already All right. Uh, here's the next one. True or false, Bill Pullman, you still have the jacket you wore and while you were sleeping. Is that true or false? That is true. Where is, yes. the, where is the jacket? I, you know... 
it would imply it's not that. Is it that jacket? I've, no, it's um, it's a different. it's a reversible jacket, and it has denim on one side uh-huh. and and a kind of a tan on the other. That's, so I I don't want you to get the feeling, Rich, that I have a lot of stuff from my movies in okay. my house. That's you know, okay. that would be a little weird. And but I do have probably more than a normal person does. But I I do. Uh, for some reason, I was always digging the reversible idea, you know, uh, of jackets and clothes and stuff. That okay. It's gone out of fashion, I think. So you <laughs> kept it not for some sort of, uh, I guess, memento keepsake, but you kind of like the it's jacket. It's in the closet. It becomes, no, nobody sees me wearing it and goes, is that from, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so you they stole never it, catch on. You stole it while wardrobe was sleeping, or they knew that you took it. That's right. That what, well, was, what was it? Disney was a little more free with them with their goods <laughs> in those days. You know, it was Bona Vista, which owned by Disney, I guess. But it was uh, right. Yeah, I made off with it, which was really good. I I did. You know, Turtle Hob is. A, you know, I love yeah. that you are him. friends with him. Yes, he, he's one of the great uh, per people and directors. I agree. I agree. And yeah. just my, my wife, when I told her you were going to be on this show, that's the first movie that blurted out of her mouth. She will watch. That's a rewatchable for her yeah, all the time. I, I've seen that movie a lot on the TV. I'm like, again? You know, like that's that's yeah. that's what happens in my house a lot. I, I wonder if John watches it again. I, I think if John's wondering anything, he's, where the hell did that reversible jacket go? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I wanted it for, you know, I wanted it. I wanted it for, you know, national treasure and we couldn't use it because, um, you know, it's pretty cool, man. That So do you, are you surprised about the staying power of that film for you? Bill? Yeah, yeah, that was really not, uh, uh, you know, I think even John said it on the last day of the shoot, you know, he said, I don't know whether anybody's ever going to see, it's, if this is not, might not, this movie goes away, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I want to say that it's been really significant for me and this experience has been significant for me and I appreciate what oh, that we had this time together. And so, you know, he, I think that was, uh, because it, and, and it, I think it was largely his contribution because it, the, I remember a few people out of sight of their mouth said, this is a TV script, you know, that it was somehow too pleasant, you know, too friendly in some way. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they realize there's something in the DNA of it that is classic, you know, and definitely that Sandy is so fantastic and I'm so lucky to get paired with Jack Warden. And, you know, oh, all sure, Peter and Boyle? Peter Boyle. I mean, oh. speaking of young Frankenstein, I mean, that's young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein. That's Peter Boyle. Yeah. Well, sure. I went on to do a couple movies with him, yeah. They're just so great, and I such so graceful, and all those guys were, and so I... I always think of them as my ancestors in a That's way. Pretty cool, man. A couple of uh, Spaceballs questions. Uh, true or false, it was rumored that Mel Brooks wanted you and Daphne Zuniga to get back together and do a, a sequel. Is that true? Well, you know, he put it in the movie. You know, this is for Spaceballs too. the search for more money. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. So he's, you know, this deep philosophy, you know, that my, Right. <laughs> Let's name it. We need more money. But uh, I think, uh, yeah, it uh, would certainly be great. But uh, I, I think, it, you know, it's hard without candy and, you know. Of course. And that was the other question. Is it true that he that he um, ad-libbed his famous line of that's going to leave a mark? Is that true? Uh, 
that's going to leave a mark. Yeah. yeah. Was that, did he ad lib that or was yeah. that in the script? Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. I, it, I, I use that still today. <laughs> My friends and I still use that. But today. Can't, it's, it's a quintessential John Candy. It's so off the cuff. Mm-hmm. It's so gentle humor. You know, it's not banging over your head. It's mm-hmm. just like, and he, he was a special, you know, he danced with comedy as just the lightest graceful thing. The sweetheart, I, right? I never obviously was ever around him. What was that like to be around him? Yeah, it was just my, you know, it was my second movie. And I was, he saw me as a guy in need and he took me under his wing. What and, do you mean? Well, you know, it was yeah, on the lot of the MGM lot, one of the last movies that was made on that lot as when it was still MGM and, you know, busy. And I, I was off the farm practically to, in his eyes. You know, he saw that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but he would uh, go, he'd say, come on, you want to go, you want to have lunch in my trailer? You know, and things like that. And mm-hmm. what's, how are you, are you happy? You know, what's going on? You know, so he, he looked out. That's so cool. And you yeah. got that gig out of Ruthless People, right? Is that how it worked? You were Ruthless People and then to... Well, Mal said he tried to get a Tom. Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise, and he couldn't get a Tom, so he got a Bill. <laughs> 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 Which I think always amused him. You know? In other words, you're from nowhere, man. And I was really from nowhere. Right. And he and Ann Bancroft came down to see me in a play. Mm-hmm. You know, they saw me in this weird, abstract uh, Barabbas, this uh, medieval passion play kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Had a lot to say about it, you know. And yeah, it was it was really uh, a special thing that he uh, yanked me out of the farm league. No kidding. See, I know a little about sports. See, come on, Bill. Come on. <laughs> you, you know you you know what you know, man. And and again, we know you're in uh, the center. Tonight, 10 Eastern time on USA Network, currently in season four. Um, and um, like I said, we're huge fans of yours, man. Uh, and thanks for thanks for coming in here. Well, really appreciate that. Really great to be on your show. Thank you so much for saying that. And I know, Chris, you're, you're, do you, you want to do one line. I know you do. Like, you're desperate to do one line. No, I mean, I was, then now I switched over and I started doing space ball lines in my head because I could quote okay. that movie beginning to end, like, on this ship, you refer to me as, hey, idiot, not yo, captain. Okay, like, there you, you go. You got the lines backward. You know, it's, just like, <laughs> it's just like, give me paw. Like to do with my brother and sister growing up. I just <laughs> love that. Do you get that a lot, or yeah. that's a first for you right there? Give no, me paw. No, give me paw. I still remember, you know, <laughs> yeah. that was also, you know, because that was early for uh, uh, green screen, and we were doing in front in the Winnebago, and there's green screen. They were, we had to wear. Uh, sunglasses in between the takes and he improvised that when we were in between a take so he was not only saying give me paul but he he had sunglasses on when he did it and i thought that was cool can we keep the sunglasses but no we, we oh my god pizza the hut and like well darth you know, helmet you know I, mean? I mean we're right, not we're just doing this out. for money we're doing it for a bleep load of money that's, love it. <laughs> that's it that's it see i told you we're fans we're not just we're not just saying it we're not just saying it thanks again for coming here man uh, this has been you. great bill pullman everybody right here on the rich eisen show everyone check out the sinner again tonight and every wednesday 10 eastern time on usa network we're back to wrap up the show tell you what's going up the rest of the week in a second whoa 
Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat, where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. We're talking about the, the college football playoffs. If you, don't if you beat Ohio State, like, Look, dude, dude. Michigan the way, State, see you later. The way the Big Ten is set up, okay, is every good team with all due respect to Wisconsin and Iowa, (laughs) is in the one division, the Eastern Division, I believe. And then there's the Western Division that's got Wisconsin and Iowa and Northwestern and Purdue. Minnesota's there. It's Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, and Ohio State in the same division. So I don't understand how the college football playoff rankings has Michigan above Michigan State right now. I know that Michigan State just lost more recently than a, Michigan. Well, you have a better loss than them. That's why. No, it's if Michigan. It, but it doesn't matter if Michigan wins out. I mean, that's why you're ahead heaven, of them right now. Heaven, I look to the heavens and I say Michigan wins out, oh. and the and the football gods look down at me and say we are done kicking you in D's nuts, and and <laughs> and they they say yes, okay, we're done with that. You beat Penn State at at noon this week, and you don't, you know get in a trap game situation before Ohio State. And you beat Ohio State. And Michigan State wins out. What, the college football playoffs is going to take Michigan over Michigan State when Michigan State then goes to the Big Ten championship game? But if they get waxed by... And then what, Michigan just sits at home and they're the the Alabama of the situation where they sit at home and I know, that's what I'm saying. I don't get that. And, And as you know, I'm a diehard fan. Um, I'm emotionally affected by it. I, 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 I tweet out GIFs like that's a shame with no copy attached to it and let people kind of, you know, take my, my low rent 
I think you gag can, I think you're reading in a value. little bit to this week's rankings, though, where it's set up and which teams are no, but, and, but basically going to make it as long do as they it, don't stumble. Well, exactly. So if you don't stumble, if Michigan we, does not we stumble. We know the four. We know the four. It's Georgia, Alabama, Oregon, and Ohio State. That's the four. No, I understand that. But if nobody else stumbles, that means for Michigan, if they don't stumble, they're in. Over Michigan State? I don't understand that. No, if you beat Ohio State, that's what I'm saying. I know that. Then we would still be in above Michigan State if we still have the same record. They beat us. But if they lose in the, if they lose and get a second loss, that's what I'm saying. They out. need to lose a second time. You're like, oh, if you win out, you're in. I'm well, like, no, no, but not. We're not. I'm trying to assume the best for you. Right. I now. appreciate <laughs> that. What I'm saying is, if Michigan wins <laughs> out, Michigan is not in. They need Michigan State to lose one more time. Right, but if they lose in the, we need Penn State. We need Penn State to basically. Show up? Show up. Well, I mean, not yeah. this weekend. We need Penn State to, you know, take the take the L this weekend. Nah. And then, oh, is this is this something that I don't know? Like, are we really going to be well, on crafting? One, one of his 12 teams. That's one of them. One of them. That's what I'm saying. Like, 12 are, are, teams. So, like, God. so oh. you're, you're, you're. You have 12 total teams. You're rooting against my interest this weekend significantly, right? It means a lot to you if, for Penn State to win it, this game. It, I'll say this. It doesn't mean as much to me as it means to you. Correct. <laughs> How about that? You know why? Because I don't have another team to fall yeah, back on. You have, team. You, have, you have one college team. All right. Yeah. I have one college The school team. I went to. Right. Okay. Yeah, out, of, out of the 150 college teams out there, it's so weird that I happen to like two. <laughs> okay. My you God. don't happen to it's like three. two. Three. Okay, three. Three. Yeah, three. three. My bad. Three. three. Yes, three. Three out of 150. Well, what about your college teams for basketball? I like two. This kid, the Dukes. Two. The, the, this kid that who they keep talking about. This kid on Duke now, right? Uh, Keels. No, it's another one. Oh, I think you're talking about the kid from Memphis. Well, there's two of them. Okay. Well, Duke had two uh, freshmen last night. Ball okay. out. Okay. Yeah. There's a kid from Memphis who's 17. Uh, em- Emery, I think his name might be, or something like that. It's no- I saw some it's highlights. November's still football. College basketball doesn't start till the next year, till January. When they start playing conference games. No, it's this kid, Paolo bon- Bacero. Oh, yeah. Well, him and the other kid yeah. for Duke, yeah. Paolo Bonchero. Here we go, man. For Duke. Sent out Coach, Coach K, K on K a high note, song, huh? man. Sent him out on a high note. Yeah. All right. By the way, here's something weird since we're on Duke. And, you know, I told you guys I started liking Duke because I was a Grant Hill fan. You know Grant Hill's daughter is an MMA fighter? I did not know that. Wait, really? Yeah. How about that? I mean, she's not UFC or anything yet, but yeah. Yep. When was the last time you seriously considered your dream? I mean, you really have to think about it. <laughs> These two guys are not allowed to say about what their dream is because it's a rhetorical question posed on behalf of our friends at Mercedes-Benz Sprinter because they want you to know there is a premium van out there for you right now to go check out at your Mercedes-Benz van dealership Hop in and see it for yourself and live out your dream. Live out your dream, whether it's starting a business, whether you want to go traveling, you want to go on a road trip, you want to connect with family, you want to see your friend, you want to do whatever you want to do. Maybe you put this dream aside over the last several months for good reason or year and a half. It's time for you to hop in this Mercedes-Benz van that we're talking about. That's innovative safety features like crosswind assist and blind spot assist. You expect amazing performance and reliability with an MBUX voice command system, a five-star dealer network, and an available gas engine. You could even start your own business. 
with a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. Head to the Mercedes-Benz van dealership and get that Sprinter and tell them your dream sent you. Thank you. My dream is the just management. to win in fantasy this week. <laughs> Which week? Just any week. Are you that bad right now? Uh, every single like Chris Godwin now is. Uh, What's going on with Godwin? He had a mysterious foot injury pop up. Did not practice today. Oh, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Hopkins, uh, uh, sorry DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins, Hopkins are week to week, day to day, questionable for some. Like my whole team is injured. Well, my fantasy basketball team can't shoot. How about that? <laughs> I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I'm in last place. See, that's the whole thing when you talk about fantasy, complaining about your fantasy, like it's like a bad beat. It's a bad yeah. beat in poker. Like we've all got it. We've all been this there. It's frustrating. Not my ear. Not my ear. Yeah, but so aren't you glad though that you flew all the way across the country and I mean that and, was and fun. Okay, it was? Yeah, that was a good time. Do you like all the guys in your league? Uh most of them. <laughs> <laughs> I like most of them. Most of them? I like most of them. And now the ones that you don't, they know who they are, right? You don't need to call them out here. Assume so. Yeah, right? I don't need to call them. I would assume they. So you you fly all the way across the country. You leave your beautiful boy behind. Yep. Okay? Left us. Left us. Yeah, yeah left you guys. Seriously, like yeah. TJ, you did you sit in that chair? Or you sat in your chair. Yeah, you I, sat I, where you were, right? This is my car. Oh, we just had an empty chair. That's yeah, it. it was empty. Yeah. Very Del good. Tufo had the single. That's right. That's right. It. Del Tufo had a single. I forgot he about that. Yeah, yeah, man, he loved that. I started that. Jordan Love last week. You know what I mean? So your fantasy team is in the last row of the stadium. I was sitting with Jordan right Love's mom. You're sitting with Jordan Love's I can't imagine playing fantasy with people I don't like. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I don't, like, I've, I liked everyone I put in my league, the Franklin Strip, to start well, I with. I don't like everyone in my and fantasy league And then I started either. to I, dislike them as it went along. But, well, I'm you know, saying we've been doing this for 20 years, so in the beginning I liked them. Oh. But as we've gotten older <laughs> as an adult, I realized I, I have nothing to say to you. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there, there's some guys in my poker league yeah, that, 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 that I don't like, and they know who they are. It's Murph. Hey, man. Okay, and I'm taking on Murph. I'm taking on Murph this week. I'm taking on Murph this week. Murph, who's Murph got? Uh, He's got he's he's a he's a Packer fan, as you know. He called him cursed. He's hoping that Rodgers gets back in time so he can pair him with Aaron Jones. That's the engine to his victory, (laughs) or not? We'll see you Thursday, everybody. The T Sizzle of the Ravens. 